Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we... Uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today.
лесах, атаку вихрем ведет десант, срываясь людям внезапно вниз, и только ставка по жизни жизнь. ВТБ с неба привет, ультрамариновый навык берет, тельник с волной и море погон, с неба навеки десант обручен. ВТБ сколько побед! Из парашютов белый букет Радугой мирный порядку пола Слава десанту, честь и хвала ВТБ с неба привет Ультрамариновый навык берет Тельник с волной и море погон С неба навеки десант обручен ВТБ сколько побед Из парашютов белый букет Радугой мирный порядку пола Слава десанту, честь и хвала well, welcome, Daylight Burners. Um, awesome intro video uh, once again from the the just insane mind of uh, Doug Weissman. I, I loved it, though. I a lot of effort into that for not a real good reason, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, everyone needs a hobby i know <clears throat> and um well and and doug's a trucker by trade so um truckers they grow they're they're growing a little bit weird um which i mean it kind of we'll, we'll talk into a little bit about the truckers today but uh yeah they're uh you know they they really got put on a pedestal during the the whole canada thing um but i i don't want people to forget that Truckers are disgusting people. <laughs> they, uh, they, they're, um, as you belch to the side. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. they would have done right, right into the microphone, you know, cause they're, they're dirty people. Um, but I love them anyways, cause, uh, truckers love podcasts. So it, it, it works for me. And, uh, but let's, let's face it. They're, 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 they're not a very hygienic people. They're not a very, uh, well, maybe the Canadian truckers are different. I don't know. But the American truckers are, are kind of just gross people in general. But, hey, it's a, it's a, a tough job and kind of. But somebody's got to do it. I feel like we should keep a whiteboard with a list of all the groups you offend. I try to offend like everybody. <laughs> right. But I, how many can you get in in one episode? Oh, I can, get a, I can get a bunch. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it, it's funny um uh, the the canadian truckers are back at it again though um they're not they're not shot shutting down ottawa this time but they're they're doing like a slow roll for uh uh solidarity with solidarity with uh netherlands so um well, is their yeah. slow roll in solidarity better than our slow roll in solidarity with them was? Because our trucker convoy was kind of lame. Our it was super lame. Like uh, <laughs> it was a lot of hype too. Like there was uh, like there there was a couple videos that that uh, circulated, but then those were the there was it was just one video shared over and over and over again and then i was like where are all these truckers at because i've not seen any of them and we're you know not far from i-80 so we'd uh like i would have seen seen it just from uh people on facebook you know like there there would have been plenty of people all along i-80 posting about it but i, I didn't see anything so yeah, it was weird 
did you uh do you guys catch any any of it uh out your way there was a big deal when they went through north Platte, but i just by chance happened to be there when it went through and it was not terribly impressive <laughs> was also, it there uh were more like rvs than actual semis involved well, it, it was, uh, the boomers did really get behind them. I mean, like, and, uh, yeah. And if the, uh, if it's another reason for the go, go out on the RV, you know, they're going to take it. And, uh, so, I mean, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know that that was definitely, um, just kind of a dud when they did get to DC, they, they made like three laps around the beltway real slow but <laughs> but that was it <laughs> but of course okay, so i um, heard that the canadians were doing it again though so are they actually doing it um i'll pull that up uh real quick um it sounds um And all at least eight, 55 convoys rolled out to support the Dutch farmers in eight provinces. That's, uh, that's impressive. I don't see that ever happening in the U S like I could I mean, not from the conservative or libertarian side of, of things. I, I would never see that. I don't think you'd ever see that level of organization. Uh, the lefties could, but I, uh, I, I don't believe, I don't believe the right wing or the libertarian side of things could, could ever <laughs> could ever reach that Sorry, I swear to God technology just hates me today. <laughs> it's, a, it's all good anyway 55 different convoys rolled out uh, all across Canada eight different provinces uh, so from British Columbia all the way to New Brunswick and Nova Scotia so I don't know anything yeah. about how Canada how many provinces are there I'm not sure um but I know British Columbia is on the on the west coast, and Nova Scotia is on you know way up there and like uh, where the Vikings landed. So you know all all the way across Canada. I, I just I, I don't ever see he froze up again. Oh there no you didn't. All right. Um, ten. There's ten. I was googling it. I had to know. Oh okay. There's ten. Um, yeah, I don't ever see there being that level of organization from conservatives or libertarian types in the u.s like no chance they could be on the on that level of organization like not not a prayer i mean 80 percent is pretty good i don't see us getting 80 percent of people to be represented for anything. 55 different convoys like like rolling out out on the same day and uh yeah i i, I don't i don't see it like, uh, like people would really post about it, but then when it came down to it, be like, ah, I got cows to check. 
Mm-hmm. The question is, though, if I throw money at him, do I wind up on a list? Um, that was another one I I was uh, I had on there. I think. Um, yeah, that's if you're in Canada, probably. Um, yeah, so the federal bank, uh, in particular, Farm Credit of Canada. Damn it! This thing is so slow. Um, there we are. Uh, Farm Credit of Canada, Farm Credit Canada of Regina told employees to record the name of customers who supported the Freedom Convoy. Emails among staff showed names were still being compiled even after the Emergencies Act was lifted. Um, so if you remember back when, uh, when the Canadian government really cracked down and that was when right after Trudeau talked to Biden and uh, Biden must have given him a, give him a pretty good earful because they were pretty, pretty lax on everything up until that point. But then they, they cracked down pretty hard and they started freezing people's bank accounts. And uh, I think unprecedented the, hard, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the first time they declared that level of emergency? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even do it for like the, the terrorist attacks up there. They, uh, and they'd only it had only been done once before, and that was like during the like the the Quebec riots, you know, like when the Quebec uh, separatist movement was uh, was that uh, kind of acting like the IRA back then. <clears throat> and, I'm not sure if South Park has done an episode on what rioting in Canada is like, but if they haven't, they definitely should. Um, there's one. There's something about. I don't know if it's so much riots in Canada, but it's like when, uh, when the Canadian Donald Trump builds the wall, um, <laughs> it's, it's a great South park fucking doesn't miss. Like they, they don't miss. And then when they really like have, they really have a good one. Like it's like, fuck, it's good. But, uh, yeah, the, the Canadian Donald Trump was, was, was fucking funny. Uh, well, and then Mr. Garrison wanting to just fuck all the immigrants to death. That was also, it was also a solid, solid uh, bit, but <laughs> Mr. Garrison definitely has monkeypox. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I saw a thing on Twitter the other day. Like all the 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 rainbow community was like up in arms because they were classifying it basically a, a gay disease, which it sounds like it kind of. <laughs> Basically, is like when ninety five percent of the people that are testing positive are gay men. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe maybe the butt sex has something to do with the monkeypox. I don't know. I just wonder what Fauci's level of involvement is going to be because he was so involved with the AIDS research. I wonder. It seems a little convenient to me that now COVID is kind of. Eh, maybe we don't care as much. And here's a new gay disease. Well, they're and they're like, uh, like they're really kind of pushing this thing. They're like, New York City has over a thousand cases or something, or maybe it's over a hundred. I think it was like over a hundred cases. And I was like, there's got to be more than a hundred gay dudes in New York City. I mean, like, <laughs> it just it hasn't hit epidemic levels yet. Uh, I don't, you know, it hasn't hit the Tenderloin district in, in San Francisco yet. Um, but, <laughs> but they declared a state of emergency, didn't they? Ah, probably. Uh, it, that's how, uh, 
You know, I, I'm really kind of a dumb dumb. Like I, I have a like a fairly high intelligence level, but like as as far as like everybody in the world goes, like I'm I'm kind of your average dumb dumb. But I called this state of emergency thing like two years ago when Trump uh, declared a state of emergency for the wildfires. And I was like, you do that, and then they're, they're just going to declare a state of emergency for fucking everything. And uh, I was like, you don't want to declare a state of emergency for COVID because then they're going to declare a state of emergency for climate change. And I, like, I'm, I'm really not that smart. Yeah, it says that the World Health Organization... So not New York technically. Okay, but that, that the World Health Organization has said it's a public health emergency. Um, it's coming, pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, but only in a but. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that 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 seems to be like the the main way it's it's transmitted. It seems like is a uh, lot, lot of gay stuff, uh, but like male on male gay stuff. So not none of the. I don't know if the non-binary factors in there or not. I'm not sure if the if the virus, uh, well, well, if they they abide by your uh, how you're feeling or not. I, I don't know how that works exactly, but apparently, if if you're just regular old gay dude, probably got a pretty good chance of getting it. Only in New York. Yeah, right? only in New York yeah, and, and Africa. But that, that it's, it's almost exactly like AIDS. It was, uh, you know, next thing it'll be, you'll have San Francisco as a hot spot, LA as a hot spot, and then uh, apparently rodeo cowboys in, uh, you know, in Texas in the drug scene or something like that. And, and now what, what uh, Matthew McConaughey was. It was a good movie, by the way, but... Um. Yeah, I, I didn't see the, the rodeo cowboy being the the AIDS patient. You know. Well. Yeah, I guess. Uh, gotta keep everybody on. Their toes. I guess. I guess it's a good thing I never never hit the rodeo trail. Who knows? Who knows what kind of diseases I could have come up with? Uh. Yeah, it's. Uh, this is when you should get George Raftopoulos back on and ask him. <laughs> How he got. He's he's married now. I'm sh- I'm sure those those conversations are kind of uh, off the off the burner nowadays. <laughs> I haven't met his wife, so I don't I don't know how uh, how much she would uh, she would uh, take a you know take kindly to it. I know her very well. She would be all oh good. perfect, nice, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that guy he does he have any any kids running around because. Yes, he just had a baby around Christmas. Okay. Actually, so he's got one from his wife, though, and, and nothing, nothing yes. else. Like that's I, I cannot speak to what other George babies may or may not be running around the country well, at this time. I, I would be. I'm guessing he's not running the 23andMe or Ancestry.com DNA thing. It seems like that would be a poor yeah, choice. Yeah, probably so. Um, yeah, I I would I'm guessing he doesn't, but which still I'm not saying it's surprising, but it's impressive that uh that he's managed to hold out this long. Um cuz yeah, that that guy fucked. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he ha- he had his run of most of the ag college there there for a while and uh yeah. Anyway, he's uh 
So the first time I met him, though, I was with you at a party. Yeah. And he slid over and he was two sheets to the wind. And he says, you know what I do? I line all the girls up in my head from hottest to ugliest. And I start at the top and I just keep asking until someone says yes. <laughs> That's about right. It's, uh, I, I've, I've mm-hmm. seen him. I've seen him work before. And that's that's pretty accurate. Like he's uh, it was pretty fail safe for him, really. I mean, like he. Yeah, uh, he, he was not afraid of rejection. And uh, yeah, he just he just went and went. And went, and eventually it worked. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, old George. He's he was a good time. That that Craig crew was all uh, they were. Uh, they were a lot of fun, a lot of trouble, a lot of fun. But um, yeah, good good times. I uh, I did not realize how far I was out of the loop at CSU I was until I talked to Reagan the other day, and holy shit. Like there, there's nothing the same about about Fort Collins and CSU anymore. Like I, I don't, I don't. Every time I've been through Fort Collins in the last like two years has been uh, coming down from Laramie, catching the north side of college, and then then out to the interstate. So like I, I don't, I don't, I don't go into town hardly, or yeah, I haven't in in years. So. I don't know. It's just like an inter- interstate stop for us anymore. Well, I don't know if I even had kids college age right now that I would encourage CSU, which is sad. no, I don't. There's not many colleges I would encourage anymore. Um, like even the good ag schools, you still have all the other college bullshit to go with it. Because I, I think I, I don't know what the ag uh, schools like in or the ag colleges like in anymore at CSU, but. Like I think they're still doing some good stuff. I think they've still got some some good programs, but you still have the rest of CSU to deal with. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not there's not many schools I would recommend. Uh, U Dub's got to be more sane though. Like it's Wyoming. Yeah, you would think so, but then. Like Rob went to law school up there and went went way way back to his Chicago roots after that. So that can't be normal. Uh, I don't. But not a lot about Rob is normal. No, no, there's not. Well, his political views were pretty normal in college, and then he went he went way left. But he also lives in Highlands Ranch, so it's uh, yeah. That, his politics are about right for that area, really. Like half really, really like uh, country club conservative, and half like really bitchy Karens and their husbands, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you watched? Uh, have you watched South Park lately at all? No, I haven't seen any. Oh of the recent my ones. word! Uh, the the latest uh, special it's a two parter and it's I wonder if if somebody on the South Park writing staff had heard about my dad because it's about water wars it's called the streaming wars but it's and and there's some there's some shit in there and I was like I I swear that somebody had had come across Wes McKinley <laughs> when when they they wrote in this, in this sto- part of the storyline but. Anyway, Randy Marsh, they becomes a Karen, and it is so goddamn funny. 
<laughs> like they they, uh, they put him in like every Karen video scenario that you can think of, like from from speaking to the manager to uh, telling Mexicans to go back to where they came from, and uh, just. <laughs> Uh, it's and and doing it in South Park fashion too. So it's just uh, it's so goddamn funny. I they're 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 so good. Given the Colorado thing, it seems plausible. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have heard about it. I wouldn't be that surprised, but like there there's just there's certain things you have to watch it. It's on. I think fuck where that's another part of it. It's like they're they're the streaming wars part of it. It's just like I, I don't even know what fucking platform it's on anymore. I think it's HBO. Might be Paramount. I don't. I don't fucking remember. There, there's uh, like I, it kind of makes you miss the, like the old days of Directv, where you just paid for a bunch of fucking channels that you didn't want, so you could get the six that you flipped through. Ah. But so Netflix. Did you hear this week that they announced that they're going to have to completely restructure because they're losing so many? Subscribers? I heard that. That uh, the Netflix deal really came to a head rather quickly. Like uh, like they were booming, and like they're still like cranking out like like big big budget uh, you know, shows and movies and whatnot. Um, but like I was trying to like I was looking through the other day. Um, like my little sister and her ex husband have a a profile on my Netflix and they're not together anymore. And, uh, like I, there haven't been for like a year and a half now, but that profile is still there on my note, my Netflix. And I, I wonder like, they, you know, then they talked about how they're going to start purging, uh, accounts. And, uh, I was like, oh, they must be really like all of a sudden you're just like, Oh fuck, we are out of money. <laughs> like we, we're, we're in bad shape. And I wonder, I wonder if that's uh, part of the reason uh, Elon's backing out of Twitter too, because like they have never ever turned a profit. Uh, well, you think about it. So they make a shit ton of shows, but they only make one or two seasons mm-hmm. of each of them. So just when people are getting sucked in, all of a sudden they stop. Yeah. I it's uh, well South Park did an episode on on that too. It was their. You know, they like uh, they had like the Netflix uh, call center and it's like, hi, you've reached Netflix. Uh, You're greenlit. You're greenlit. And they're just like, everybody can get a Netflix show now. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. But I uh, I think it sounds like Tom Cruise single handedly saved like the like the big movie uh, industry, like the blockbuster movie industry. It sounds like. Top Gun just blew everything out of the water. I haven't yet. I actually want to though. Like uh, Brad, when took his kids, and Brad was a Top Gun uh, junkie to begin with, and (laughs) I uh, I was never like big into Top Gun. I kind of enjoyed it. I but I it was if so so if Brad hears this, I need him to know that I remember what happened with Top Gun in college and he probably shouldn't be taking his children. <laughs> he, uh, he, he said it was, it was fine for, for the kids, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, I don't know. Everybody, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I'd like, I want to go see it in, in theaters, just, you know, take the kids and, and watch it. Cause I heard like the special effects and everything is fucking insane, but 
Uh, yeah, he he's like Tom Cruise, just like sing, single handedly saved the like the action movie uh, industry. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's weird. Um, there also there's a lot of these. Um, there's a lot of these these companies that are um, taking a pretty hard turn away from the woke shit too because it's not selling at all. And uh, it turns out people don't like to just be preached at all the time. Like um, ask uh, ask church uh, churches around the country too. They uh, their membership seems to be dipping too. But um, yeah, they're. Uh, they they wanted to cancel Hulu today on on Twitter because uh, there's a Washington Post article that Hulu is not um, allowing political ads that uh, mention January sixth, uh, guns or abortions, and uh, I don't think they allow any political ads of any kind. Um, but for whatever reason, I, I don't know. I, I don't pay that close of, to attention of attention to to ads. Like when when one comes on on Hulu, I just like I go to like I'm dicking around on my phone until the ad's over. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe there is, but I from what I recall, there isn't ever any political ads. But they they singled out the hot topics: J six guns and abortion. And um, so now all the lefties on Twitter, they're going to delete, unsubscribe and delete. And um, I'm sure Hulu will do just fine. Um, but that's uh, Hulu's owned by Disney and Disney like was all in on the woke shit. And now, uh, but also Disney's all in about making money, too. So um, if uh, political ads are going to turn away viewers, which they will, um yeah, they're going to discourage them. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, Disney's about money. That's, and, uh, I think, uh, I think DeSantis kind of won that little standoff they were having with, uh, with like the tax, um, tax haven that they had in, in Florida. But like they, they came at him pretty hard. And then, um, now all of a sudden you're, they're kind of like stepping back and they're like, uh, all right, hey, hey, easy, truce, truce. <laughs> Well, DeSantis has got to be thinking about political ads too, since he's got Newsom running them. Newsom is a wild man. Like I kind of respect it. I, I respect the just the absolute um, disconnect. Like I, I really kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I, uh, it's got to be. It's kind of like how I describe. It's like how I just like I don't endorse Putin, but on some level you gotta respect the sheer yeah, cojones. Um, yeah, he's like, hey, state that's really doing really well and people seem to like a lot all of a sudden. <laughs> fuck you, come to California, <laughs> and <laughs> and let me tell you how free we are in California. <laughs> you can fuck. abort all the babies you want to, all them kids. Fuck them. Get rid of them right here in California. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's uh it's really entertaining. Like he he thinks he's uh like he thinks he's really getting one over on him too. And he he won his recall, mm-hmm. which just the fact that there was a recall election against you should be that like hey, maybe take a step back from the the bullshit. 
But no, he's just like, fuck yeah, I got a mandate now. I am sent from God and... <laughs> hey, Florida, fuck <laughs> off. Texas, fuck off even harder. He's, he's the yeah, California Yeah, he, he kind of is. Uh, you know, God bless him. He, he is... Um, you know... I kind of like Gavin Newsom now. Like, I like. I want to see what he's gonna do. He he's uh, he's at least entertaining. You know, um, he he's kind of like AOC's. I, I don't I don't mind her because she's pretty entertaining. Like, uh, she she's very she overreacts to everything. Everything's a crisis, and and there's some gold that comes out of that. Um, and, and the fact that like he's he's sending adds to Texas and Florida because that's where everybody that's moving out of California is going to. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, come back. Fuck those guys. We're awesome over here. Come sleep in the shit of San Francisco. I mean, you could never afford to buy your house. No, back. but Hey, guess what? But you can plop a tent anywhere the fuck you want. Not my house, but anywhere else the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what an absolute turd. I love it. <laughs> well, have you seen that LA County has actual oh, do they really? patrol now? Like it's one of their utility oh. departments. Yeah. That just that you call in a one eight hundred number and tell them, hey, there's a giant pile of shit <laughs> on the corner of whatever, and they send out a little squad. <laughs> it's the California Brown New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Can the civilian uh, civilian conservation corps, except for shit. <laughs> and who's um, signing up for that job? I, crackheads. <laughs> That's probably who. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get like paid to clean anyway. up my own shit. <laughs> hey, but maybe maybe they will clean up after themselves. It's not. It's not the worst idea California's ever had. <laughs> it's not the it's not the worst. I mean, um, it, it's it's not even as bad. That's what he should be saying in his ads: "Is hey, we clean up <laughs> yeah, the hey, shit now. There, we're a little bit cleaner than we were before." <laughs> yeah, we're, the we're, we're putting people back to shit. work. <laughs> I, I, Newsomville just doesn't have the same ring as Hoovervilles, though. You know, they, uh, yeah, Newsomville's. I, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's wild seeing those those pictures of those homeless encampments and comparing that to the to the Hoovervilles of the twenties and thirties, and it's a shocking resemblance. Like they're, it's just like an updated version where where they have like nicer tents and stuff instead of clapboard houses, but still like the the amount of squalor and shit like uh you have to go back and read i'm gonna have to go back and read some more steinbeck because he did a really good job of reporting on uh particularly on the california side of things but yeah it's uh Mm -hmm. it's crazy like yeah history rhymes for sure like that it's not exactly the same as it was back then but it's still pretty damn similar Well, you've had your theory mm-hmm. that we are heading towards the Great yeah. Depression, so add that. To I know. Your I was saying that way back before the, like the COVID shit. Like, uh, you know, that when the homeless was was still out of hand, and then like people kind of forgot about it, and 
Like you would have thought the COVID would have just wiped out a bunch of the the homeless and like they just thrived. <laughs> like that that was another reason that like I just didn't take that shit very seriously. It was like if a bunch of fucking bums are are fine. Even in New York City, I didn't hear much about the bums dying. Like yeah, you, I know like New York City got hit the hardest, but it was a bunch of like old and fat and sick people. And not not the homeless bums like, and so I just I don't know I never that was just another reason that uh, I didn't take it all that seriously. Like I, I don't know. Seems like seems like people are fine, and they talk about the number of deads, but like, what about the number of recoveries? Because there's a way bigger number than that. Like you're, it probably wouldn't fit in your screen on TV if. Uh, You'd have to put just 320, you know, 329 million, however many, like 1 million, you know, less than, than the, the current population. That's how many recoveries of, <laughs> of the corona we have. So seems like a, a better number to, number to report on. Seems like, hey, for the most part, you're pretty good. Like, you know, take, take, uh, take care of your health a little bit and, and you'll be fine. But no, no, lock it down. Lock this bitch down. Well, adding to your impending depression, did you see what no, Walmart I didn't. announced today? So they came out and said that they have a surplus inventory of a bunch of shit because people aren't buying like they used to. So they're going to be slashing prices. Oh, so, right. So at what point does that lead to, well, now we're not making any money. Now we've got layoffs. Now we're receiving. Mm. Hey, we're not Boom. in a recession. We might be in a technical recession, but hey, we changed the definition no. slightly. So we are not in a recession yet. We've been in a recession for like a year. Uh, <laughs> like... But like they they keep they keep like fudging the numbers a little bit, and now instead of they can't really fudge the numbers so much anymore. Like when when especially when people are starting to get laid off, and uh, now they got to like fudge the definition. Like if we can't change the outcome, we just shift the goalposts a little bit and say, hey, "This is Putin's deal. This is not us. This is Putin. This is Putin." And J six. J six, but gas 187 came down 20 cents. minutes. Gas Trump is down twenty cents. So quit bitching. Which is pretty revealing. I mean, like we knew that he did nothing that whole time, but now, like we just saw that he was pissed off in the in the dining room for for three hours, and it's like, um, uh, you know, there's there's some good parts about this this J six deal that like I, I hope like. I wish it was fun. I was trying to watch it the other day um, on on YouTube, and Fox News was the first one that popped up when I when I was searching for it. And Fox News just kept the camera on the panel the whole time, like so it was Cheney, Kinzinger, and then this uh, Luria, or I forget what her name is. She's from Virginia. So like even. And oh you man, I kept waiting for her time, to show right? her tits and it never happened. Never happened. Um, 
Just yeah. Dick Cheney with blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very unfortunate looking woman. Um, yeah, but it just it showed them. So like when they were interviewing people or they're showing a show a video on Fox News, they wouldn't show the video or the the person that was being interviewed. They just kept the cameras on the the panel. And, and no, it like, was like out of protest. I think more than anything, there's like this is a joke. So, um, but I was like, all right, come on. Like, I, I know this is a, a clown show, but like you could point out how this is a clown show but instead you just you just like it's just another form of censorship it's uh it's just propagandizing for for the like they still know where their their bread and butter is and that's that's big daddy trump he's gonna he's gonna draw them big ratings every time and they gotta they gotta keep him somewhat happy you know uh but i saw that the the um, I was listening. I saw one deal from the one from the New York Post, and I heard uh, that the Wall Street Journal both uh, were pretty critical of him here the other day. I know the the Post said he was, uh, while he committed no crime, he uh, like he was he proved himself unfit for to serve office again, which I kind of find that hard to argue with. Um, but it's. Uh, but if we're going to start throwing that standard out, shouldn't shitting your you pants? Would, you would think so. In but front the, of the Pope. Um, also, he, also, uh, he also uh, said he had cancer. And then they said, no, he had cancer. Had. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that guy's a train wreck. But it. I've just decided this is what God wants me to do is to make. Uh, like if he make keeps making Joe Biden do hilarious stuff. I'm going to keep talking about it and laughing at it. So like uh, this, this is God's plan. I've determined it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, we, entertainment is important. So like uh, if we're, if we're going to have a bunch of corrupt, decrepit, inept leaders, um, they might as well be funny at the same time. So do you still stand by your prediction? It's looking even more run? like it. Um, but he's going to have some primary challengers and <clears throat> serious enough challengers where they're actually going to have a primary. It's not going to be like Bill Weld last time. Um, but like Mike Pence is really looking like he's trying to run, which is hilarious. Like that, that guy is, is also like the balls on that guy. He, uh, like say say what you will about Trump, but seventy three million people or whatever voted for him, and they like a good chunk of them hate you <laughs> like and you still think you can win this thing my word that that is some uh cognitive dissonance if I have ever seen I am not a a trump fan. I proudly say I voted for Kanye in the last one, but even I feel like it would be tempting this time oh, around man. just because of the It is going to be theater. a shit show and I I, I kind of wish he would just play kingmaker from the <laughs> sidelines and just, you know, throw out a bunch of truth social uh bullshit every day cuz that's where that's really where he shines. Like that is his game. He is the best to ever do it. There's like there's no one really even close to uh, 
Trump's level of shit talking on uh, on on Twitter or now and now Truth Social, but like it is um, like when he he shit all over uh, Elon Musk the other day. I don't I don't know if you saw that one, but it is it it is classic Trump. I'm gonna try to find I didn't it. Fill me in. Um, it took me you know, like a full month before they, uh, I got off the waiting list for, for true social. I'd kind of forgot that I'd signed up and then I got an email and I'm like, Hey, you finally made it. Oh, okay. And, um, I, I'm only on there for, for Donald Trump. Like that, that is, as I'm following four people and three of them, I'm about to, un- do you get like a hat? I wish, I wish, um, Trump Musk that uh that sounds like a shitty cologne Trump Musk uh he uh you can't search his tweets either damn it I wish he had a better platform. I wish he was still on Twitter. That's like, he should just make a deal and be like, Hey, I won't run for office again. If you let me back on Twitter. And, uh, I'm not saying it's going to make everything right in the world, but it'll bring a big balance back to, to social media. Like it, it, uh, it'll at least make, make things fun and spicy again. And, uh, Oh, he, God, he is, he is back at it. Well, I saw where Marjorie Taylor Greene was asked the other day if she would be his running mate, and she uh, he got likes real Mar- cagey I, about it. I like Marjorie more and more. I th- still think she's kind of dumb, but of uh, of the right wing squad, she's by far the smartest. Um. My my dad's buddy got blown out of the water by Bobert, so that that sucks. I forget his name, but he was somewhere from the West Slope by groundwater. Or, I mean, uh, well, coming from Bobert's district, we were yeah. Not, she's I was not uh, terribly impressed. She's just uh, MAGA AOC. That's that's really all she is. Uh, I. Yeah, and she has a gun. Like she straps I know, her like she's like playing, to her thigh playing up everywhere the Laura, she goes, and it yeah, just like the Laura Croft clear, deal. Like that's a prop. Yeah, she she was a gun bunny. She was uh, mm-hmm. there was a deal that came out the other day how she was like an escort for uh, like high end GOP clientele. Uh, and so. Yeah, I'm not saying that that she was a whore, but that's the allegation out there. Um, which I wouldn't be that surprised. Um, they also she also was accused of having several abortions as well, which I don't know. That seems like too much cannon fodder. Like it wouldn't also wouldn't surprise me too much, but like that level of hypocrisy, maybe maybe she doesn't seem to have a whole lot that. She's uh, really firmly rooted in, except for looking hot with a gun, and she does that well. So, eh, I don't know. 
I stand by that yeah, she's I think just the so. AOC of the right. Oh, here, here's a good Donald Trump one. It's all caps, three exclamation points. Rest in peace, Ivana. <laughs> it's like the ultimate boomer tweet. <laughs> all right, my two Georgia phone calls were perfect. In fact, the Washington Post apologized for its incorrect mischaracterizations of one of the calls after hearing it on tape. The other call was made with many lawyers and others knowingly on the line. It was a constitutionally permitted challenge to what I consider to be a corrupt election. It is the election itself that should be under investigation, not those seeking the truth. So he's... uh. Yeah, I feel like that was. Yeah, very he goes on rants now, but yeah, like when he, uh, congratulations to Dan Cox. NBC fake news just called the race, but in this case, the reporting wasn't fake. For a change, I don't know. Dan Cox, he was. Uh, oh, that's the dude that um, from Maryland that the Democrats threw a bunch of money behind because they thought he'd be easier to beat in the general. Uh, they've done that in several cases or st- several races across the, like the whole country at this point, um, that, uh, governor race in Pennsylvania. Um, have you seen the Democrat guy that's running for, for government, uh, or for governor there, the Fetterman? Have you seen him? Oh, he looks like Lurch. Mm-mm. He's like six, nine or some shit like no. that. And uh, he's, he's a blue collar. I mean, usually yeah, wouldn't that keep you out of politics? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like people people like tall guys. So, um, but he he just got a very lurch like quality about him. Um, here we go. So, does Truth Social have a character uh, I, limit like I don't Twitter? Know. Or is it wide open? I'm, I don't know. I've never... I don't know if I've actually... Uh, pu- we were like the one person on it. I, so you I would think, think you I, I would. Um, here, here's John Fetterman. Maybe. Come on, you bastard. Oh, my word. I don't know if it's my computer or or the internet, what it is, but try this again. But John Fetterman, like I said, very... Very lurch-like quality. He's from um, like the Pittsburgh area, I think, and uh, he looks like maybe he's got some some defects as a you know, um, maybe pertaining to mine coal mine related illnesses, uh, maybe s- smelting uh, accidents. Um, but yeah, he's like a gargantuan dude. Um, what's on his steel chin? wool? He's a, cause he's a yinzer. 
He's a he's a yinzer. Um, yeah, he is a it's a goofy looking fucker. But that's uh, I, I guess he he wears um. Oh, here's here's another picture of him. He's he wears uh, gym shorts everywhere, so he's also kind of a slob <laughs> as well as a lurch looking fella. And um, yeah. Well, I guess we could say that Jesse Ventura. Yeah, broke I mean, last ceiling. So. Jesse Ventura, like, doesn't he live in Mexico or some shit now? Yeah, he's. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard that. Um, he's like an ant. Yeah, so uh, he's also kind of a slob. So, um, but you know, like, isn't that a Jesus? And that like what they kind of like in Pittsburgh and well and, and just Pennsylvania in general isn't it like Pennsylvania just kind of a slobby state <laughs> except for the Amish like I, I feel like it's um like a bunch of poor black people in Philly and like a bunch of poor white trash in Pittsburgh and then like a bunch of it's like northern the northern version of Alabama is the rest of uh, of of uh, Pennsylvania, kind of. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, he might he might win it just off of the gym shorts. You never know. Like, yeah, there. I think Pennsylvania is that trashy of a state that you know it might play might play really hard. I don't know. Do you remember when D's nuts ran? You see that I mean, Vermin Supreme is out of the LP so. now. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, I had no no sorry, issues with Vermin Supreme. I just, I found him in, entertaining, I guess. But um, yeah, he, uh, apparently he's like went super woke as well. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what his deal was. Like he's, you know, outside of looking ridiculous, like he made some pretty decent arguments. Like when you actually like drilled down to some, some actual, his actual beliefs when you got out of past like the free ponies for everyone. And, you know, and the fact that he had a fucking boot on his head. Um, yeah. Well, the he did seem to be getting fatter. So that made happened. sense. Um, what else did you have to to look at this week? Well, so I'm assuming that because you work in a feedlot that you understand I that saw you are not your headline. Uh, I didn't get all the way through your article, but uh like I started reading it and uh and then got busy, but uh yeah, what was that all about? Uh, was this a Cory Booker deal? So it was a letter sent to the EPA and there were oh, over neat. 200 organizations that signed on to it. Some of them were a little odd. Like there was a Catholic network huh. organization in there. Some of them just didn't. It was interesting. But um, they essentially told the EPA that they needed to stop exempting feedlots from some of the regulations that coal-fired plants were under. And they made the claim that air pollution from feedlots kills more people than air pollution from a coal-fired power plant annually. 
and then went on to say that it was an issue of racial justice because the communities most impacted by this air pollution. Well, they, they run off a list of them. Minority. Like, you have to have, I, I think, to make any like solid point from uh, the progressive end anymore, you have to have no less than like seven adjectives before you call somebody a name. Like it's got to be racist, sexist, mm-hmm. homophobic, xenophobic, transphobic, blah, 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 jerk. Like you could have just said jerk right off the, the get go. And, uh, but, and a lot of times they throw these, these adjectives out because those are like, you know, they're just like, they are, they're like a really fast archer. They're just like, pew, 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 throwing out a bunch of like really shitty insults. And you're just like, ah. like the transphobia doesn't even really fit into this equation. Like I can kind of see maybe the racial part of it, but like the sexism, this is between two dudes. So like, it's definitely not a sexist deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think you have to have a minimum like six adjectives before you call anybody an insult. Well, as a kind of Mexican in a feedlot, do you um, feel like you're being treated Most days I feel like I'm treated unjustly, unjustly by God. Like I, I feel like, um, I should be, I should be able to just party with Hunter uh, and and have no repercussions. Like that's how I feel. Like I feel as as a Latinx uh, breakfast taco. Um, I feel like I should be able to party with Hunter with no repercussions from the government or my wife. That that's I feel like I'm entitled to that as a half minority. No, I there's not a chance. You couldn't. Hang. I've never done crack, and uh, I like it would be uh, be a steep learning curve. I think. I. Uh, <laughs> well, I, if, if you if you do if make you're sure partying with Hunter, film. I think that's mandatory <laughs> at this point. To like, see that. <laughs> there's far more pictures of him with it a crack pipe film. and no shirt than there are of him looking presentable. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even, I don't even blame <laughs> Hunter. I mean, because like, if if you could do that and not get in trouble, like, why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Um, but it's it's kind of the the argument that I made uh, to your your average like warhawk. Like, is that the family that you want running the war against Russia? <laughs> like. I, I don't see Biden like appointing the next Eisenhower to to run the war effort in in Europe. You know, like I, I don't see one of Biden's picks rising to the level of Supreme Allied Commander. <laughs> you know, I don't I, I don't see it. You know, like Mark Milley is he going to go lecture the like the super racist French general about white guilt? <laughs> Meanwhile, did you yeah, see what Putin he pulled this week with so the hard. exports? <laughs> Absolutely telling them, yes, we're going to let you go I ahead think and it was the same and day. the next day blowing up all the fucking ports. <laughs> like, I don't understand it except from just a big dick move. Like, outside of that, it served no purpose. Like, 
I I almost was ready to call bullshit on it because it made it was like the Assad gassing his own people where it made no sense at all except that he's just he's just raining terror on <laughs> on Ukraine. He's just like, nope, fuck it, we're in it for the long haul now. I'm just going. <laughs> yeah, and um, just kidding. Oh, if there has ever been a better time to prove that sanctions are horseshit. It is now like Russia is kicking so much ass right now that like they're, they're losing a lot of people in Ukraine, but the, like the ruble is stronger than it was before the, the invasion. Um, and us like worrying about Europe, we've neglected the rest of the fucking world. And Russia has secured, uh, Saudi Arabia, India, Brazil, and China. And, um, yeah, like we can put all the fucking sanctions on him that we want and he can still just shut the gas off to, to Germany and not even worry about it. The, the effect on the economy because with between India and China, fuck who, who else do you need to sell oil to just between those two? Like son of a bitch, like, they have really fucked the pooch over uh, like the the NATO EU US alliance is just god damn they made us look stupid and like Russia being Russia they of course they're gonna fuck up the the initial stages of the war because that's what Russia does like remember when they went into Stalingrad which was like the crowning achievement of the the Red Army was that they didn't get overtaken by a smaller Russian or German force. Um, but they went in with one rifle per three soldiers into the battle of Stalingrad. So you just had to wait for somebody in front of you to get shot and killed and pick up their rifle. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I know I've said it before, but like the Dan Carlin's, uh, ghosts of the Ostfront series, uh, go, go back and listen to that and compare that with like the battle of the bulge and like, we really had it easy. Like they, the Germans and the Russians took the gloves off on the Eastern front. Like we, we kind of played uh gentleman's rules on, on the Western front. Um, not so much on the Eastern side. They fucked each other up. That's got to make for a hard enemy to defeat though. Right. You know, just mm-hmm. historically, if you know that that's what your it's- grandpa did. <laughs> Well, it's one of those things like makes you a little more badass in here when it comes like putting the the militaries up against each other. Like we have a a vastly superior army or just military on paper, but yeah, we'd have to go over there to fight them because they're they're not coming over here. Like they, they they know better than that. Like they're uh. Yeah, they're they're not gonna land on the shores of California and and try to move you know, move eastward. But we would have to like, yeah, we'd have to bring all of our, our troops or weapons, everything over there uh, against the most sophisticated military we've ever faced. And, um, and then just slug it out in fucking Russia. That just sounds dumb. Just, it just sounds dumb. And, And then also hope that like, Oh, we don't, touch off a bunch of nukes too at the same time like <laughs> yeah and then yeah but joe biden's gonna like 
Even even the even the Republicans think that like Joe Biden's fit to to lead that effort. Mm, man, man, like you you could make a sounder case for Trump at the helm. Not much sounder, but like, yeah, Trump is, or or. I mean, the man talked about the honor to of the a bunch Holocaust of Jews the other day in Israel. Like, there's just, what are we doing? <laughs> to a bunch yeah, of Jews in was, Israel. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he didn't, he may not have shit his pants, but it was just verbal diarrhea right there. Just, just verbal diarrhea. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, and, re- and that was just days after the his line. whole end quote. End quote. <laughs> repeat line. Yeah, they they doctored the official uh, White House transcript to say, "Let me repeat the line." <laughs> but uh, uh, like, yeah, 1984 was supposed to be a warning, not a playbook. But the playbook works, man. It's it's worked to perfection. I. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to hand it to Orwell. He he might have been a prophet in his day. I don't know. Not probably not a good prophet, but uh, a prophet nonetheless. Like man, it's crazy. Uh, so I, I'm curious your thoughts on this one. Within the cattle industry, you've got breeds like racing to be the ones that can yeah. declare themselves the sustainable breed. You've got the Herefords doing a bunch of research with CSU. Angus is doing the same thing. What does the sustainable breed mean? I mean... Whatever uh, the fuck we want it to mean, right? Yeah, in in the heyday, there were more Hereford cattle in in cattle country than any other breed. And now they're, they're kind of a, kind of a minority but the love for the Hereford is, is still there. So I guess you could say that's sustainable. Like, you know, like people still, still really love Hereford cattle. I do. I, I really love a Hereford mama cow, but love is sustainable and I just, just has a black have a Hereford. That says love is sustainable. <laughs> but like you, you could put like a, <laughs> like a, a black bull. And, and uh and a Hereford cow and you have a black baldy calf and so you get the interracial part of it you know like it, it would it might sell like hotcakes um Amanda Radke will, will probably be selling it soon <laughs> I that dad's giving her way too much credit she ain't listening to this nonsense she 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 might have saw something on on Facebook but uh yeah she's not listening to this nonsense. I think so. Uh, have you ever met her? Have you ever done any interaction her. with her? She seems like a nice lady. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, uh, I've met her at a couple speaking events. I kind of give yes, her a hard time because you, you sent that. I think it was you that sent that to me that she had burning daylight shirts. And uh, I, I find it a hard to, mm-hmm. you know, to try to put a copyright on something that John Wayne said. And, uh, but also like, there's plenty of people I'm like, ah, I've been around way longer than, than that t-shirt that you're selling. Like I, I, I had all my, and I don't, I, I'm the worst merch guy ever. Like I, I, I don't want to deal with merch. So I just don't. And until like one of these days it's going to fall together where people will, uh, 
will will kind of take over that for me and I'll make some some money because I've got some good t-shirt ideas. I just don't want to do the back end type stuff and actually make them. Like I've got the ideas. I'm an idea guy. Now, Amanda Radke is one of those people that makes you feel bad about yourself because, you know, she's like a foster mom and is all love and God and beef and positivity. And you go home mm, and think, yeah, there, she's, she's like, like sickly sweet. Shit. She's like, uh, she's like eating a piece of um, divinity. Do you yes. ever have divinity during Christmas where it's just like straight sugar? Um yeah, my mom used to make that stuff and it just like it like it honestly hurt my teeth to to eat and I'd I'd get like through half a piece of it and yeah. Yeah, that that's kinda her seems like her personality. That said, when we fostered, I reached out to her because I had questions about like foster kids and livestock and the liabilities there. And she responded and was super <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, proving us wrong over nice. over again. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, there there's exactly. some of those some of those guys that are just uh, just that positive all the time. And I, I try to be pretty pretty positive, upbeat. But there's like, man, I also like got to point out some shit that's a little darker, but also really funny. You know, I got yeah, uh, it's uh. I don't know. I, I just I'm I'm not an an advocate. I I can't I I can't even say it with you know without a touch of irony, uh, in my voice. So like I just I don't consider myself one of those. Uh, nah, I'm just I, I talk a bunch of shit. Mm. So I met a guy like that. He's from Brazil, and he's trying to start the Black Herefords down there. But did you know that in Brazil? All EPDs, all animal registry, that is all handled by a government ministry that gets to decide huh. what cattle are accepted. I'm not surprised. What are accepted. It all flows through. Yeah. yeah. I, so my, so of course my old boss show. at Cactus was, uh, was from Argentina and he, uh, he was a manager of that, uh, that yard that uh, Cactus and uh, Tyson partnered on down there. And he was telling me where they they had uh, shipping containers like at the dock ready to go to the EU. And uh, the government would decide that um, because, you know, the price of domestic beef had got too high. They're not exporting that. And so they'd turn around, take these shipping containers back to the plant, and then they'd have to sell it at a, you know, at a price floor or a price ceiling level domestically and it was just like you could not you could not plan ahead enough to make any money down there so that you know uh cactus and tyson sold out but that was how my boss ended up coming over to the u.s is after after they sold out there they offered him a job up at uh stratford and uh yeah it's like our our government's pretty fucked but like it, it can get a whole lot worse like yeah it's uh it's pretty bad uh, particularly if you're on the receiving end of some of our shit over you know overseas like it gets real bad but uh here domestically as as bad as it is it's it's nowhere near like the level of just tyranny elsewhere 
Yeah, and I don't know how those people say optimistic. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that guy, he's just so sure that he's going to get it I was talking with uh, one of our new pen rider uh, today, and, and we were talking about just like the the level of narcissism that, that, uh, you know, like MacArthur, we were talking about Douglas MacArthur and like, he's a perfect example why you want civilian leadership of the military. Cause if that guy was left to his own devices, like we would have nuked Korea so many times, <laughs> like, like Korea would have been a, just a sheet of glass after MacArthur got done with them. Uh, but also, like, when... And he fucked up, like, the first uh, fight at the Philippines. Fucked it up really bad, because, like, they had this plan that they were going to do, and then he decided he was going to do his own plan, and then when that fell to shit, he's like, alright, we'll go back to the original plan, but by then it was too late, and like, we had a lot of prisoners of war over that, that got... I mean, like, a lot of them died, but, like, the ones that made it through, like, saw some shit in a Japanese prison camp. But you could not convince MacArthur that he wasn't going to take back the Philippines. And like, so you needed that type of guy, but also like you got to keep that guy on a very short leash because he can get out of hand real quick. Um, uh, I wonder what it takes. I don't to make know. That kind of like, How does a guy I found out like that cocky you know, real early on, like I thought I was relatively smart. And then you get to college in the, in a bigger pool of people and you're like, Oh, now there's some like seriously gifted people here. Like I, I'm, I'm relatively smart, but 19. Didn't you graduate 19. with like eight kids though? And, uh, and I, I finished third. I finished third <laughs> out of 19. Just throw that out And, uh, yeah, but it like I, I always had to I thought I was a relatively smart guy. Like I didn't I didn't think I was just like I never thought I was the smartest guy in the room ever. But I like I've like relatively smart. And then you see like, oh no, that's like what like really smart is. Like that those guys are a different level of smart. But you look at Trump and he thinks he's the like the smartest room man in the room at all times. And, and that was kind of like how MacArthur was, but I think that's how all presidents are. Like even you know, like Obama, I, I don't, maybe not George W. I don't know if George W ever felt like he was the smartest man in any room, but uh, he was the most fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, definitely the most high. A lot of times, um, maybe the most yeah, high. George W. People forget about that guy. He was pretty damn funny in his own right. Uh, fucked up a lot of shit, but he was pretty funny in his own right. I voted for that guy. That was that was. Women will, women will all remember when he talked about how OBGYNs yeah. should be allowed well, to practice just spreading, their love spreading of women that love on so many country. women. Yeah. Spreading love and yeah, spreading love mm -hmm. and spreading vaginas. But at least it wasn't all across pox. this country. George W. <laughs> 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 um, you got a uh, you got about twenty minutes left in you. All right. Well, I think we'll call that for the for the main yeah, episode. Sure. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pee, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll. Uh, 
We'll talk a little bit, um, maybe a little about the Roni and then how that, that, that shit's kind of coming back too. So, um, I've noticed that, um, on, cause like the back end, the Patreon is still either, it's either Vimeo or YouTube and Vimeo costs money. So, uh, I use YouTube, but when you, when you have an unlisted video, the only time they knock you is if you use somebody else's music and they'll say there's a copyright claim. So if you make any money on this video from YouTube, that all goes to the artist. Outside of that, they don't say shit as long as it's unlisted. So that's kind of cool. And uh, anyway, I, I will, we'll, we'll test that uh, theory when it comes to uh, the Roni. I know Spotify doesn't censor that shit. So um, if, you, if, you're, if YouTube does censor it, Patreon... Patreon doesn't on the on the audio end, but then also Spotify has a video, so it's a pretty cool deal. I'm actually pretty impressed with how Spotify's ramping up their podcast game. So, right, it's uh, well, yeah, I gotta prove to my really wife that people actually like looking at my face. face. Every time she, she doesn't talks. believe me yet. It's the only thing I got going for me, facial He's hair wise. Really like the goatee is it's so. fine, but like. You can only grow a goatee so long before it just gets kind of weird. But like the longer the stash goes, like the, especially people that can't grow a stash, they're like, fuck, dude, respect. Like, yeah, that's right. That's right. These Mexican jeans come in handy very little. But when it comes to the stash, man, undefeated. Just uh, it probably is. It's probably the racial. Um, yeah, it's the uh, it's the systemic racism against Mexicans and particularly half Mexicans in uh, in the CAFO setting. And uh, recessions aren't real. You heard it here. Second, you heard it at the White House first. This is not a recession. This is not a recession. You're a recession. Your mom's a and recession. Your Don't you forget it. Now move your ass. We're burning daylight. Where's my mouse? Damn it. That was a good, it was a good outro and I fucked it up because I can't find my mouse. Oh, damn it. All right, there we are. Boom. You fucked it all up. Guys and bad guys, cowboys and Indians, sinners and saints, masters and minions. They're all the same to me. They're all the same to me. Winners and losers, the weak and the strong.
hard times and easy street, fortune and failure. 